0: This show is a Rochester Podcast production. For advertising information, please contact us at Rochester Podcast Network at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by St. Paul Proper, Rochester's new neighborhood pub in the heart of the St. Paul Quarter. With drink specials every day and a menu full of unique favorites, St. Paul Proper is the perfect spot for a weekend lunch, happy hour during the week, and late night any day. Introducing the new signature wing sauce, Tangled Up in Blue. I'm not going to sing the Dylan song, but if you want to, be my guest. (laughs) St. Paul Proper, thanks for the support. We appreciate it. Check them out right next to Tapas at 187 St. Paul Street in the heart of the St. Paul Quarter. Thank you so much to St. Paul Proper. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Chris Kanye Show. Thank you so much for subscribing and sharing and liking and supporting the podcast. Uh, Thank you to all the people who checked out last week's episode, the Chicken Out Rock Those guys are still rocking and rolling. Adam was great to have on. So if you didn't see that, go back, listen, or watch that episode. Um, Again, with the running theme over the last few weeks, we had the CBD episode, (laughs) we had the chicken episode, and now we're moving over to beer, at least for most of the show, Uh, from the Democrat and Chronicle. uh, He's a well-known person in the community, a well-known reporter, and the only person who doesn't sell beer or make beer professionally that has beer on his business card, <laughs> Will Cleveland, the beer columnist of Rochester. Thank you so much for being here, Will.
1: Thanks, Chris. I'm really excited that I got the invite.
0: Dude, uh, of course. We, we, like I said, we went chicken, we went marijuana, <laughs> and now we got to go beer.
1: Oh, What is the theme here? I mean, those are kind of the three food groups, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how's it going? How's everything? Everything's going good, man. Just keeping busy and... You know, plugging plug away—that's all you can, all you can do.
0: Now I know we're recording this uh, in January, but at the time of the release, I think it might be closer to February. Not sure. Didn't do the math. Honestly, <laughs> didn't prepare. Uh, are you still as the beer columnist, the Rochester for the Democrat and Chronicle? Are you still um, oh, dry, dry J- January? Dry January.
1: So my wife bet me a hundred dollars that I couldn't make the entire, make it through the entire month of January without, without a beer, and being the stubborn dipshit that I am, I decided that uh, I'm not going to lose that bet. Um, we actually had a cheat, uh, agreed upon cheat day um, last weekend at uh, Homegrown, the festival out there at uh, that Three Heads and Love and Cup throw every year because um, I bought tickets to that before before I knew that Dry January was going to be in my future. It so, grandfathered in. Yeah, seriously. so we had that as kind of our uh, our halfway point. and So I'm, I'm going for 30 of 31 days, which I think is a pretty pretty decent accomplishment. Did you? Uh, what was the mentality going into Homegrown where you, could, you knew you could cheat on your, on your <laughs> Bet. um i was just I, it was really weird because like that that first sip of beer you're like it's it's not that i miss beer it's like the social aspect of it because you know you're just surrounded by so many interesting and and, and interesting people so like the first sip was i we, we walk in i'm like i don't know which brewery's closest and i see k2 <laughs> brothers from from penfield right there and they're pouring their uh imperial peppermint Chocolate stout. Wow. And so I just took a sip of that. I'm like, okay, I I, I kinda miss this. Maybe you miss beer. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe so. it's not just but the you social. know, it's it's about developing better habits and accountability. So I mean I'm, I'm it's 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 kind of it's it's a nice restart, so I'm not mad about it and it's uh for the long run it'll it'll be a bit it'll, it'll be a good thing.
0: And it's a, a domesticated uh, or domestic a bet, right? <laughs> yes. So it's, it's, it's I in mean, your even, four even, walls. Even,
1: even though we sh- we share money, it's like I'm not gonna lose that hundred dollars, even though yeah, even like though even though it might say. already be my hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean no. But it's uh, truth be told, it's her hundred dollars because she's she's the better adult in this equation. Um, she's, she Venmo's you yeah. from your checking account. Yeah, like, <laughs> she actually has a, an actual adult job, and I just you know hang out at crime scenes and write about beer. So, yeah.
0: yeah, I see all over the you know the internet, of course. Anytime there's a beer release, somehow you get in the door first a couple days before.
1: It's it's a, it's a nice little. Uh, you know, I can I can offer my platform to to sh- to share releases and you know kind of offer up some free advertising. We're lucky that we've devoted we, we've developed a really um, insatiable audience for for beer and Rochester over the last five years, and thankful I get to tell a lot of those stories.
0: Now, uh, like I so bragged about before. Um, <laughs> Beer Columnist is on your... I mean, anybody can go and make business cards. I it can is. make business cards that say Goldfish Expert, right? <laughs> and get get a 100 of them for uh, $50 or whatever. But this is an official... But you didn't make this yourself. I did not. This is an it's, official... It's on,
1: it's on USA Network paper. If you're um, watching the video yeah. feed,
0: I'm, I'm holding it up right now. Yeah. Actually, I'll put a screenshot of it yeah. so you can see it better. Uh, how did you go about... Getting your employer, who pays your salary, your health benefits, <laughs> who is a um, accredited uh, a, a news agency, beer columnist on your on your business card.
1: <laughs> so I actually just my for the last five years or for the last four plus years, my business card has just said reporter because I've always done a, a, just a, a bunch of different things. You know, I'm kind of like a general assignment guy. I'll have to like like my actual function of the paper. Like 90% of my job is you know courtrooms and crime scenes and public safety reporting and things of that nature, but I've also, you know, done like a bi-weekly beer column, um, and I was out of business cards, so I went to uh, the, the newsroom secretary, I'm like, well, can we order some new business cards? She's like, sure. She's like, well, what do you want them to say? and i was just like you're like was, devil uh, angel right right and i was like i was like wait can i put beer comments on there she's like i don't care i'm like so then we did and um no one's no one's yelled at me otherwise well i hope yeah. this doesn't
0: blow up uh, in yeah, your I spot think,
1: i mean i already posted it all over instagram and that's, that's how i, I saw I, it I, th- I think my executive editor actually liked the photo so i think we're we're okay we're okay yeah
0: okay um now Were you all, do you think you were ahead of the curve when when being a fan of craft beer? Or do you think, okay, wow, Rochester has become a a super popular market for breweries. I'm going to make sure I learn everything about this.
1: Um, so my, I, I really fell in love with beer probably around 2002, 2003, So a little before I'd um, say, yeah. when I when I lived in, I lived in Montana. That's where I went to undergrad at the university of Montana. Cause I'm from around the but I went to a journalism school at the university of Montana, Missoula. And we, my best friend lived across the street from this really awesome brewery called Kettle house and it's Montana. And you. Can have a fake ID and no one really cares. Okay. Um, I literally took my Wegman Shoppers Club card and I filed it down and got transparency paper and spray glued transparency paper on my my blank Wegman Shoppers Club card and said I was you know 23 years old from Tallahassee, Florida. Um, (laughs) So you know that worked. That worked for the first few years I was out in Montana. I'm pretty sure that's Um, an
0: official state ID in
1: Florida. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's a reason that Florida man's a thing. But um, (laughs) so um, I just kind of jumped into it really and uh, just has always been kind of like this this passion this side hobby and about five years ago we had oh well, actually almost it'll be almost six years ago um, had an editor at the paper who um, knew that I loved beer a lot and we our, our previous beer columnists were leaving so it was just like you know why don't you give this a shot so I did three three sample columns and um, she really liked it so um, I think we've kind of been at the forefront of telling a lot of these stories you know because I've I mean, pretty much every brewery that's open in this in this market, I've I've highlighted. Um, you know, I've broken some news about big breweries happening here. You know, I was. I had a big part in making that that Genesee dream out with other half of reality because I put them kept putting those guys really? in, kept putting those guys in contact. I think um, I just
0: had my last one a couple months ago. I have so
1: I, I was I was cleaning out my old beer fridge at my parents' house um, since my wife and I bought a new house and I found just one that's still sitting in my parents' just basement. like a oh, yeah and moment it's, and, it, and it's and it's I mean it's it's been you know stored. It hasn't been stored cold, so it's like, oh, there's no way this is gonna be good. But you know, I might save it for for the one year anniversary of the beer um, for in, in in March. You have it in like um,
0: the the little glass thing that in Beauty and the Beast that the Rose yes, is in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's right up on the mantle with my Oscar. I um, have
0: a, I have a six pack because uh, of my radio roots. Over the last six years of working radio, I have a six pack of WCMF commemorated <laughs> uh, from 1996. Genesee yeah. Jenny Light. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna. I was like, I'm gonna open it on my wedding day. That's awesome. And have a photo of us drinking it and then just like oh, yeah. <laughs> shortly after yeah. with just like high right. definition shots of us just shooting up this this 20 year old genesee beer i mean what says romance more than 25 year old right. jenny light maybe we'll do it the next day just to save the wedding
1: oh <laughs> well, i mean if you want that good story to tell you're not yeah. going to oh uh, that's um, true so yeah we've just kind of been on the forefront of, of telling a lot of these stories and i mean we've you've seen rochester go from From you know Monroe County went from three breweries in 2010 to we're at almost 25 now. So, I mean that's just in Monroe County. You're not even considering Ontario County or Livingston County, the Finger Lakes, and just the growth has been crazy. It's no secret that
0: Genesee beer went from the bottom of the barrel. This is a joke if we get it. It's cheap beer that our dads used to drink type thing. And I'm not even from Rochester, but this is the vibe I got from talking to people. How does a brand without changing its name, without pretty much changing what it does besides making better beer, making different beer. Yeah. How does a brand so, go
1: from that so joke
0: to being uh, what, one of the hottest spots what, in Rochester?
1: So, what What Jenny would did with that was brilliant in 2012 when they started the Genesee Brewer House because you can't really do big tours. You can't do tours. There's no way to like for the public to see, you know, the, the big Genesee brewery, you know, the 500 barrel brewery because it's just. The way that the way that place is laid out, um, I've had you know brewers tell me there there's no way in in 2019 or 2020 that you would have a brewery laid out that way because it's 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 in the. You know, it's in this f- footprint from from the early 1900s, and then a lot of the equipment's from the 1960s, and you know, you're going up across floors, and you know, going under things. Right. I mean, it, it makes no sense the way that place is laid out, but I mean, it it makes sense for in terms of hey, we're going to grow into the growing within this footprint that we have. So there's never been really a way for the public to kind of have ownership over Jenny because you can't do tours. I mean, a lot of people are obviously really proud of Genesee. You know, and Genesee Creamels. You know, the standard bearer for that style. You know, been around since 1960. Um, really kind of reinvented that, that American classic. but what So what happened in 2012 was you had the Genesee Brewhouse that started, and that really served as kind of this gateway to the brand. You know, you have the museum on the first floor. You have Dean's Pilot Brewery, um, you know, the 20-barrel the Pilot Brewery there, where he's doing, you know, like, oh, I'm going to make a hazy IPA, or I'm going to make, you know, a mosaic dry hop cream ale, or, or these things that you wouldn't expect Jenny, t- Jenny to do. So it's been kind of... With, with the introduction of the Genesee Brew house you know and obviously that that gorgeous view of high Falls um, that's kind of served as kind of this over the last seven eight nine years this this Renaissance of Genesee I think has a lot to do with that because people can now have some ownership over the brand because you can go interact with it if that makes any sense um, what now what's the answer for um? Places that aren't
0: breweries, like what do you think? Uh, like places like St. Paul proper, it's just going to open as a regular bar, but of course they're going to have craft beer on, on tap. Do you think that there's a right or wrong way to do that, or I don't know how much you pay attention to the yeah for sure the market of restaurants or bars, but as as much um, as you do beer, but. So- is there a secret? Let me just have one thing from every brewery. Let me just have an IPA from every brewery. Let me just get three from I mean, this brewery. V-
1: Variety is important, but I mean, it's also, you have to be, you have to fit into the character of your neighborhood, right? You have to, you know, for, in the, in the case of St. Paul proper, there's nothing in the city center that's open past, you know, midnight, or, you know, there's nowhere offering a late night pizza slice or, or, or those kind of things. So it's, it's kind of finding your niche within what's already established, I think. Um, and, and in the case of St. Paul proper, you know, it's, it's, you know, being a, a well-loved neighborhood establishment,
0: especially since being they're next door to Fifth Frame. I mean, it, yeah. you could you could park in one spot and choose yep. brewery or regular pub. Yeah. If you were running the taps at Saint Paul proper, are you doing anything different than they're doing? You think? I mean,
1: I think it's about variety. I mean, there there's there. I mean, the the vast majority of the beer drinking public is still drinking, you know, clear mackerel lager. You know, they mm-hmm. they they want their blue or their blue light or sure. their, or their, you know, Mech Ultra or, or whatever. Um, so you have to have something for everyone really. And I think that's kind of important. Um, I mean, I know they'll they'll feature Fifth Frame beers on draft. You know, they'll they'll say, "Hey, you know, if someone's looking for a spot, the next step where they should go with their evening, like, oh, you know, if you're if you're looking for like a you know like a lounge or a cocktail environment, you know, go next door to Tapas." Sure. Or, or you can—I always say that word wrong, which is just so Tapas. Dope. Yeah, Tapas. Tapas. What tapas. You I don't even know what I said. It just sounded really stupid. Tap. <laughs> <I, laughs> That's okay. Tapas. <laughs> tapas. Uh, yeah, um, that sounds like a wrestling federation. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> or a strip. And well, that that works too, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's, so they're it's, doing it. Yeah. They're doing right. Okay, I'll yeah, we'll I, make I, sure to tell Dan to keep going. I, like, I, like I like what Dan and Trisha did with that place. Yeah, and Trisha just, too. you know, and, and scrubbing it and and making it, a, you know, a, a better place to hang out so you don't have the pool table right in the middle of everything. You know, it's in the back so you can have some more seating space. And yeah, I think they're they're headed down the right right path. And I mean, truthfully, Dan knows this industry better than anyone after spending, you know, how many years did he spend at Enrights? Oh, forever. Over I mean, 10. Yeah, exactly. And, then, yeah. you know, working at the Genesis Bureau. So he, he, they, they both know what's up. Um, if somebody
0: came to you and goes, well, I want to open another brewery in Rochester,
1: another microbrewery, <laughs> what would you say to them in- instantly? Uh, I'd say I would not do that. No. Um, we're it's just so about tapped out. I don't know if we're tapped out. Like people ask if there's a beer bubble. I think that's really dumb. Um, I don't think it's a bubble. It's kind of a plateau, but you see the breweries that are going to be surviving are the ones that are kind of becoming like the neighborhood pubs. You know, you see the places that are, you know, smaller, like seven barrel systems are smaller or even 10 barrel. And they're kind of worried about, you know, supplying their taproom and selling as much beer out of their tap room as they can and not worried about, you know, competing on, on grocery stores for grocery store shelf space. Um, you know, there's there's breweries that I mean, I think there's at least as, as far as I know, there's at least two more that are um, under construction in the, in the city of Rochester right now. So it's 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 finding your Like I said, it's finding your niche. Um, you know, we're going to, you know, like one place is going to focus on like wild ales and barrel aged beers. You know, there's, you know, the beers that take years upon years to to age and mature and blend. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's it's finding what, what works for for your market. Um, you know, you, you see like like a Rondequoit beer company just opened up um, in the last few months in Rondequoit. It's the, it's the town of Rondequoit's first brewery. And I, I that's the every time I drive past there, no matter what time of day it is, that place is slammed because it's. You know, it's a five barrel system. It's small. They have a kitchen, so they're they're you know, you can get food there and they're worried about kind of becoming a neighborhood gathering space and that's kind of what that's that's where there's still room for, for beer growth. It's it's when you see these breweries that are, you know, we're gonna open up and we're gonna try and make fifteen thousand barrels in a year and our business model is we need to get to different states, you know, or we have to you know, we have to get our beer down to New York City. I mean that's that's where you're seeing the the biggest competition is because there's just an infinite number of brands. And, you know, if, if someone's not familiar with the brand, why are they going to buy something from, from Rochester, New York, if they can buy something from whatever town they live in that, you know, might be the freshest on the shelf? Uh, maybe this is a stupid question, but why are why don't most
0: breweries have bigger kitchens and a bigger menu selection. I mean you see the Genesee Brew it's it's almost it's a basically a full kitchen yeah. and I get it. They have yeah. the budget, they have the resources yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, you know, a lot of times you go to a brewery and they offer maybe a pretzel or, or they
1: have like the food truck model, you know okay. have like a food truck That's too. set up out there. I mean honestly I think it's just think it's a lot of these People that are opening brews, they just they want to make beer. They don't they want to make beer. Beer. They, didn't, they didn't envision getting into the restaurant business. I just had um, uh,
0: Adam from Chicken Out Rock on, and he's the pop up chicken guy in yeah. Rochester. And he became the pop up chicken guy because one, he's, I think he's the only one. Two, yes. he's absolutely crushing it. When are we gonna buy an old school bus and do the Will Cleveland Rochester Brewery tour? <laughs> when are we gonna um, do that? Because I there's the first thing I think of when I go. All right, my girlfriend and I were gonna get. Six, eight couples together. What? Let's do something. Let's do something for the day. The first thing I pull for is doing a brewery tour. And right now we're Ubering. We're yeah. kind of picking our map ourselves yeah. and stuff like that. When are we doing it? Let's do it. Let's do the the pop up the Will Cleveland pop up I mean, brewery no, tour. We'll get it, Chicken it, Out it, Rock on the bus. I mean this
1: this <laughs> this I mean this journalism thing's bound to fail again. Right? I mean I've already been laid off by them once and I went back to work for them. So, um you know how much who knows how much longer I have, but you know thankful for every single day. So you know we're let's let's uh, let's think about what, what might be next. Uh, right? We
0: just got to find yeah. something that people who live in Rochester would do multiple times, and of course the, a tourist attraction.
1: It's easy, yeah. Yeah,
0: no big deal. Yeah. Probably a lot of insurance for people being on a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drunk yeah. on a Bust. Yeah,
1: that's... That's got to be expensive.
0: So what else do you have going on? Uh, any kind of vacations coming up? Anything we're looking forward to? Are you looking forward to a specific release from a certain brewery? <laughs> I'm looking forward
1: to the end of dry January. <laughs> um, I've already got – I've been, like, hoarding beers that I'm looking really? forward to drinking for the Super Bowl. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you okay. You know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but I'm also th- I'm also looking forward to uh, that, that $100 bill my wife's got. Yeah, baby. Um, you should use that as a
0: coaster the whole time during the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that'll, that'll, that'll score some points. It's a $100 well, bill? specifically or is she gonna be i don't be, know is she it, gonna it, be the jerk who uh get the, it'll probably be venmo, get the penny, pennies or whatever oh that'd be hilarious <laughs> no it'll probably be venmo actually um 100 i don't know i, I feel i feel unsafe walking around with a hundred dollar bill honestly. yeah right um, um what's okay so sometimes
0: i'll ask people what their death row meal is you oh know mine personally is pork chop uh and, and baked mac and cheese okay what's your death row beer you can only have one Oh, You're on fudge. death row They give you your last um, And this t- Now before you You have to do I'll do this for you Kenny breweries listening This is not a This is not a bias Right Nothing no, personal I mean I'm a
1: columnist I'm allowed to have opinions you Okay know, I get, great I get paid to have opinions I'm not afraid to Stand behind my opinions You know there's things I like And things I don't and Okay I mean generally if, if it's something I like I just don't write about it um, there's enough negativity in the rest of what I do and the rest of oh really the okay yeah so I mean generally... so no news is
0: is bad news in, <laughs> for the brewery at least <laughs> no
1: I mean you know there's 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 plenty of there's just plenty of stories to tell you know okay. I mean there's there's no it's it's not my place to to shit on someone's dreams I mean it's it's just not what I'm are there breweries out there that you don't like any of the beers from them. There are some really bad beers in Rochester, and I've I've written that on the record saying you know it's I haven't like singled out the breweries just because I think people are smart enough to know what those breweries are. I think people are becoming more educated, but there's 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 breweries that need to. I mean, when you when you boil it down, if your if your quality is not good, um, if you're not making good beer, I think you're not going to survive. Just with the amount of amount of competition i mean it's that's 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 the most important thing i think would be be the quality of your beer
0: before we get to your death row beer while you're thinking about it i think the coolest thing that happened uh recently is the other half opening in bloomfield oh my gosh um yeah. i i heard about it opening and it wasn't open yet i think it just so happened to have a trip planned in new york city so nice. we made a trip to the other half in nice. new york
1: city it was always it's always packed yes
0: no matter what the beer is yeah, fantastic they're, they're crushing it um great
1: guys they're just crushing it yeah
0: and then they opened this this Kind of like a K two, uh, yeah. a feel because because um, of the patio and the, so and the, and the they pi- were
1: they were just blown away. I'll just tell you the quick other F story. They were Please. blown they were blown away because they did um, two mobile can releases at Tap Mallet in the South Wedge and I Great mean Hunt, yeah. Hundreds of people were lined up on on cold Saturdays in in March, and you're just like, "Why are these people in line for for Hoppy beers?" And you think, "Oh yeah, these beers are actually the best. That's why people are in line." And there's just this this cult following, um, this this massive massive following for the beer. So uh, Matt and Andrew and, and Sam, the guys from other half, kind of we started started thinking, you know, hmm. maybe maybe we could maybe we could make a second location work um so they were originally looking at spots um within the city um but they were going to do what they were going to call a branch office where it would basically be like a gigantic walk-in cooler a tap room and they weren't going to make beer there they were still going to make all the beer down in brooklyn and transport it Got yeah it. and then transport it up here and then have it have rochester kind of be their regional hub so if they want to do a mobile can release in buffalo or go to syracuse or or elmira or wherever they, they, they did were. not do that though because no. they have a um, much bigger so, than a. <laughs> um, I got a beer with, with with uh Matt, the CEO of Other Half. Um, on a random Monday he texted me, he's like, you know, I wanna come have a beer with him? I'm like, it's Matt from Other Half, of, of course my second half. Yeah. Miller Miller Lightplace. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I and he was like I'm like, So, you know, what the hell are you doing in roster and, on a random Monday in April? And he's like he's like, Oh, we're looking at looking up in a space here. I'm like, and my you know, my jaw dropped and you know, um at th- at that point I'm like, Well have you guys have you guys looked at Ned though? And he looks at me. He goes, he goes, what the fuck's Nedlo? <laughs> yeah. And I so I pulled up my phone, showed him the story I wrote about Nedlo, which is the former brewery there in East Bloomfield uh, closing. Um, they closed October of 2017, and didn't hear from him for a few months. And um, he sent me a screenshot of their um, of the other Half Rock um, Instagram page. I'm like, you guys are gonna open a roster, aren't you? And it was kind of like silence for a little bit, and, and then uh, yeah. So I think I maybe sort of helped him. Uh, discover the the Nublo space. That's I think, great. I yeah, should own that. <laughs> yeah, and um, they just got the deal of the century for that place. Um, for for the amount of land and the building and. The I have equipment. friends in Canada um, It's not
0: a destination for them. It's it's no. down the street. It's yeah. their
1: brewery. Right. I mean, you know when. People are making it a regular Saturday habit that you know we're going to go to the other half every week. Anybody want the, anything? Dan from
0: St. Paul Proper just said the same yeah. thing. He said, yeah, hey, I'm going to other half. Or was it? Oh, somebody said it yeah. to me. All he right. said, uh, yeah, do you want anything? Do you want me to pick up anything? I have friend Alex who
1: does the same yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's kind of become like a like a a fun Saturday morning trip that I've been making way too often on my (laughs) my paycheck. But um you have an extra hundred dollars soon to do it. Yeah, there you go. Um (laughs) that's probably where it's all gonna go. But so it's it's been really cool to see other half is I think I wrote in my last beer column or two two beer comms ago um when i picked my best beers of 2019 other half has really kind of cemented rochester on the national beer scene and you see places like mortalis and rising storm and fifth frame that are really um you know of of the new local spots really starting to gain some some national recognition especially mortalis which is um avon they're absolutely crushing it right now and they're pouring at beer festivals all across the country um i know josh from mortalis was just in san diego for a coffee and beer festival i mean they've they poured down in in maryland and and illinois and indiana and uh miami i mean if they're they're Barely just over a year old, and and they're claiming Rochester as home. Yeah, and that's so they're representing yeah. Rochester. Yeah, so I mean, places like country. other Half and, and and Mortalis are have kind of are feeding into this reputation of Rochester as emerging beer destination, which is really cool. You see people it's great making making trips from out of this market to visit our breweries, which is really cool. And be, before twenty nineteen, I don't think you could really say that. Yeah.
0: um no the other half store I didn't know that that's pretty cool you should you should walk into the place like you have some kind of steak there. Be like yeah. hey this place looks great perfect location yeah <laughs> that's not your style no but
1: you know they're 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 great guys and they're thankful and we have a we have a good relationship, so it's it's all good. It's fun to yeah. see. It's fun to see because yeah.
0: anything successful in your city or represented, you know, something that represents the city, it's fun. Yeah, it's absolutely. fun. It's the failing yeah. stuff that sucks to, to think about. It's the yeah, it's the fun stuff. There's
1: a lot of stuff that needs to be worked on in this community, but there's also a lot of things that are really cool that people are passionate about, and you know, you see all this young energy, and it's it's fun to watch. Are they infusing CBD with beer yet? I've, they're not. They're not. No, not, not in New York State. Not New York State, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah. elsewhere, or do you know? Do you know um, of Denver, yes. Colorado? Um, yeah, well, yes, Denver, but I think uh, just the first ones just got launched in Chicago, I believe. Yeah, Illinois. Uh, I learned on the CBD yeah, episode that Illinois. Yeah, I is was reading state. about uh, one of the one of my favorite beer writers, Josh Noel, writes for the Chicago Tribune. Um, was writing about a brewery there called Revolution that's doing the first like legal CBD beer there. So I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure like Consolation and Victor, you know, their beer based, their beer business is based in Chicago, but I'm sure. They've they've already explored like what what's going to happen or how can we exploit this or grow this or yeah
0: it seems like it's uh it's endless what do you look for uh if for advice for people who maybe uh, are still stuck in the in the which is fine stuck in the light beer and and the standard uh, more I guess national brand beer yeah. what's your what's your suggestion when they go into another the next place that they go into and see a list of IPAs and
1: pale ales I mean and Pilsner's? so so like. The, the New England IPAs are a really good gateway because they're, you know, they're not like your traditional West Coast hop style hop bombs that are going to be, you know, like be big grapefruity, piney, bitter um, that people, you know, first drink might, might be a little repulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so there's, there's, you know, in the last four or five years, there's, well, actually a little longer, there's been this move towards you know the the beer the style of beers that other half makes um with new england style ipas that you know are your turbid hazy juice bombs that are you know have almost zero bitterness and are big on the tropical fruits um those are always you see a lot of people using those as a gateway but there's also like a world of you know of craft lagers um you see a lot of local places who are doing you know a, a craft pilsner or you know or, or dry up to pilsner or, or something that kind of um, shows you know like the what you can do with, with, with New York State grown ingredients compared to, you know, your, your Budweiser or, mm. or your Labatt or whatever. Um, so those, those are kind of like the two best gateways and you'll see like people who are coming from like the wine world, you know, might like some fruited sours, you know, or or something like that, that kind of, you know, has like a similar like acidity or, you know, or something like that, that might um, kind of serve as a, oh, I didn't realize beer could taste like this. You know, what else could I try? That
0: type of thing. Are you familiar with Steam Whistle up in Toronto?
1: Absolutely. I've been there. Okay. Were you flabbergasted when you walked in and you asked
0: for a beer list and they said, we only have one beer? Isn't that cool? That's one of the best tours I've ever done, first of all. Uh, we didn't do the tour. Yeah. I was up there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. I was just recently there for a bachelor party. Thanks. and. For people who haven't been there, I don't want to ruin it for you, but you go in. It's this fortress. Yes. It's this fortress it's of monstrous. a place. They have weddings there. Yeah. It's like it's like, it's like like as big as the New York Beer Project, let's say. Oh, yeah. It's, if it's not bigger. Yeah. You walk in and it's huge. You're like, great. Oh, I can't wait to try all these beers. And they give you, the you ask for a beer list or you look for a chalkboard or whatever it is, yeah. and they go, we only have one beer. Yeah. They only make one beer. A Pilsner. Pilsner. And then maybe a malt Pilsner or something like yeah. that, they call it. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring that up. And have you seen or been to the Guinness? Um, I have not, dude. Um, so I was going. I know. I, I need to. I had a trip planned to go to Maryland for a baseball trip, and yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I, I want to check yeah. out breweries yeah. while we get there."
1: And we're thinking about doing like an Orioles weekend, and then like that's what we did. The, yeah,
0: Yankees Orioles weekend, and uh, they opened the brewery like a week before we got there. Oh, cool! There. So we got it's another fortune. It's like a yeah. castle, huge double doors. Yeah. It's Guinness. So. It looks so freaking cool. It was it yeah. was very cool. Like the rest, half of it wasn't even open yet. But okay. you got to You got to get down there as well. And um, yeah uh is there a beer right now in rochester that people are are sleeping on the people that have that should be drinking more of Mm. or trying more of or it's all just kind of when it's out there everybody knows about
1: it um i mean this is this is still an ipa driven market um i mean it's i think the last the last stat i saw from um the gentleman who's the economist for the brewer's association the 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 trade group out in colorado i think he said it's 40 cents out of every dollar spent on craft beer spent on IPA it's 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 some crazy number wow. like it's it's i mean IPAs are are really driving the market um so you know people are familiar with who's making the best ipas in rochester um there's there's places that i think don't get enough love like knucklehead and webster makes a really good ipa and a bunch of other beers across the gamut and they don't get enough love i think iron tug um over on western Road, you know by greece but but in the city um i don't think they get enough love uh brindle house out in spencerport does just has some of the best variety like classic German styles, Malty stuff, um, but like, like I said, your your hazy juice bombs, um, some weirder stuff, some weirder sours. I think they're on in support and they do a they do a really nice job. We're hitting uh, those on the first Will Cleveland beer tour. All right, cool. We're gonna hit those first. Right, cool. uh, you think you're a death roll beer yet? Oh. Yeah, I mean. I would probably go with something simple like a like a like the freshest Jenny Light you could probably. There, oh wow, like, what a beautiful like, answer! Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like that's the beer I drink, that's the beer I drink the most of, and that's my that's like my my favorite. I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit it's my favorite beer. And people people look at you, it's like, why would you like that shit? And I'm like, because it's local it's fresh and it's delicious
0: fun fact and uh, i don't know the science behind this if it's on purpose or not but i work at the genesee brew house i have before coldest beer on the draft for some reason we measure the uh, when, yeah. when your beer tender there that's present you uh measure the temperature of the beer every day and it's yeah. always the coldest yeah always the coldest
1: jenny light yeah i mean you know it's like that perfect lawnmower beer right it's just you <laughs> know it goes with everything it's there's like there's nothing offensive about a jenny light no it's just crisp and refreshing and beautiful and yeah, I mean, I love Jenny Light. I don't know why people, I don't know why, like, I mean, there's obviously a huge following for Genesee Cream and, you know, and, 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 and Jenny Red Eye and, and those guys. 12 Horse. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, my wife's favorite Jenny beer is 12 Horse. She was really excited when they packaged that again for the first time in a while. Nobody but. dislikes 12
0: Horse. It's either you're, you like it, it's great, or yeah. people are really excited True. about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably go yeah. with Jenny Light. Fantastic yeah. answer. Will, uh, where could people uh, check out all your stuff and all these interesting beer columns and stuff? Like um, that? Argue
1: about the death row beer <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if they want to argue. Twitter arguments are always fun. Um, I'm on <laughs> Twitter at WillCleveland13. Um, also on Facebook at the same name. And on Instagram at ClevelandROC. And, but, obviously, DemocratandChronicle.com is where you're going to find all my work.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for spending some time. Yeah. Hope to have you back uh, when we get the new studio rolling. Please. And, uh Yeah. Pleasure, what'd you say? I said pleasure.
1: I said please I was going to say like pleasure and then I said like please do and it sounded like pleasure. yeah you have a um,
0: pleasurable time at tapas yeah. or whatever you Jesus.
1: <laughs> it's my day off man. and I'm sober that's the worst part like there's no excuse for the fact that I can't speak English right now maybe you need yeah. one or two beers to yeah I mean I could always use one or two beers. <laughs> I got some in the
0: um, fridge right there just make sure you walk past it stay strong yeah. buddy yeah we'll get there all right thank you so yeah. much for watching and listening to the Chris Kanye <laughs> show liking sharing and supporting and if you're interested in advertising in this show or any of the podcasts on the network email me at rochester podcast network at gmail.com